This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So I've talked before about I probably should get a TikTok channel, especially for an AMSR channel. I mean, I want that. We're relaxing. I uh, just, I have to do that. I have to have a purple wig. and I'm going to paint my fingernails and we're doing an AMSR channel. But I now see that there's a new trend on TikTok called the FUPA challenge. And it's named after a now suspended account that initiated the flashing videos. So apparently, they, we have the new FUPA challenge on TikTok where everybody is flashing their breasts. Now, do I care if males are flashing their breasts? No. But mostly I care that women are flashing their breasts on TikTok. It makes me want to get to TikTok. I will say that. If they're going to win me over, this is a way. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. We do face a new problem here in uh, North America, and it's a threat from the Canadian super pig. Uh, Northern states are on alert for invasion of crossbred pigs that threatens flora and fauna. And uh, it's difficult to stop. Now, we know about wild pigs. They've been... (laughs) (laughs) I've been eating the flora and fauna in the U.S., gobbling up crops, spreading disease, even killing deer and elk. Pigs, man, those hogs are mean. And it's fun to hunt them. Not that I've ever ever gone out with an AR and looked for wild boar, but it's a fun hunt. Anyway, America is also facing this new swine-related threat as the Canadian super pig. A giant, incredibly intelligent, highly elusive. This beast is capable of surviving cold climates by tunneling under snow. And it's poised to infiltrate the north of the country. (laughs) So we have to be careful of Super Pig. Uh, So it's uh, the result of crossbreeding domestic pigs with wild boars. Oh, okay. Uh, That probably wasn't a really smart thing to do so we know pigs are not native to the u.s uh they have wreaked havoc in recent decades the government estimates the country's approximately six million wild or feral pigs cause 1.5 billion dollars of damage each year now in the parts of the country the pigs prevalence has sparked a whole hog hunting industry People pay thousands of dollars to mow down the old boars and sows with their machine guns. But overall, the impact of the pigs, first introduced to the United States in the 16th century, has been uh, kind of a negative one. Yeah. Uh, We see direct competition for native species of food, said the Department of Agriculture's uh, National Feral Swine Damage Management Program. Wow, Michael Marlowe, that's a good gig. Now, he's the assistant program manager for the Department of Agriculture's National Feral Swine Damage Management Program. He probably has his own office and everything. 
<laughs> I don't know how much the old assistant program manager for the Department of Agriculture's National Feral Swine Damage Management Program gets paid, but it's probably a pretty good paycheck. Uh, he said uh, the pigs are accomplished predators. They will come upon hidden animals. The males have long tusks, so they're capable of running and grabbing one with their mouth. Uh, they'll kill young fawns. Uh, they know, they're known to be nest predators, so they impact turkeys and quail. I mean, they're responsible for a laundry list of environmental damages, uh, ranging from eating innocent farmers' crops to destroying trees and polluting water. They also pose a human health and safety risk. Um, A pig is a mixing vessel capable of carrying viruses such as flu, which are transmittable to humans. Uh, National Geographic reported that pigs have the potential to create a a novel influenza virus, which could spread to mankind. Well, okay. So they first came here in 1539 when uh, Spanish explorer Hernando de Soto uh, landed in Florida with an entourage, which included 13 swine. During the four-year expedition, which saw DeSoto order the slaughter of thousands of Native Americans, declare himself an immortal son of the sun. And then he went ahead and died of a fever. So at that time, the number of pigs grew to about 700 and spread across what is now the southeastern U.S. You know, I didn't really know that about Hernando DeSoto, and I should have because I... I mean, I, in, in Tampa, in Tampa Bay, St. Petersburg, I mean, they have Fort DeSoto. We used to go out there all the time. Now I feel bad about going to Fort DeSoto because this guy was such a douchebag when he arrived in Florida. <laughs> and he brought us pigs. And now we have the remnants of that is Super Pig from Canada, which is, uh, uh, I do not like Sam I am. So, uh, the number of pigs in the U.S. has since grown to more than 6 million in some 34 states. The pigs weigh between 75 and 250 pounds on average, but can be twice as large. The three-foot-tall and five-foot-long, they are a considerable foe. Yeah, they come running through the brush at uh, five feet long and two, 300 pounds. Yeah, you better put him down quick, okay? Now, the super pigs are even bigger than that. <laughs> You're looking at five, six hundred pound pigs. <laughs> you don't want none of the super pig. You don't want none of that. So just be careful out there. If you, anytime you see, uh, you know, super pig, put it down. Humans first. And you'll probably, for sure, need more than one to put down a pig. Now you can try with just one shot. But you're going to need more than one shot to put down, a, especially put down a super pig. <laughs> so they like to, they put, uh, what they like to do is capture one. They fit it with a GPS collar. They release it into the wild. Hopefully it joins a group of, of other swine. And then they find them and they remove the pigs that are there with it. And then it moves on to another pig family and we get rid of those. Okay. So, uh, you know, it's possible that we start putting an end to super pig by doing that. But they, they, life will find a way. Uh, I believe the uh, documentary <laughs> Jurassic Park taught us that. Uh, they say that uh, when they were released into the north, 
uh, in Canada, they said, don't worry about it. They can't survive the frigid Western Canadian winters. Right. Because uh, they did. Uh, what they do is they, uh, they burrow down into the snow and they take their tusks and cut down cattails and line the bottom of the cave with cattails as a nice, warm, insulating layer. So that's where they stay in the winter and are super pigs waiting for it to warm up a little bit. In fact, they claim that the way they find them, and I don't know why they just don't kill them when they find them like this, they fly over uh, the, the terrain early in the morning, and when it's really cold, colder than minus 30 degrees, you'll see steam pouring out of the snow. That means that's a super pig nest. Go ahead and start firing right then. Put them down. Oh, look, is that heat emanating from the snow at minus 30 degrees? That's a home of Super Pig. Here, let me put it down. So coming to a country near you soon. Uh, supermarkets in the United Kingdom, there's now four different chains Tesco and Aldi are the newest to join the the uh, join the, uh, the the fun as they ration fruit and vegetables. Uh, they limit how many cucumbers, tomatoes, and peppers shoppers can buy in what's being called veg exit. <laughs> veg exit row. Wow, unbelievable. They're saying that uh, customer purchase limits on salad vegetables uh, are as, as supplies were hit with disrupted harvests in southern Europe and northern Africa. Cold weather in Spain and Morocco has drastically hit the availability of vegetables in British markets along with soaring energy prices. So the supply problems are blamed on bad weather, transport disruption, high energy costs, making British greenhouse more costly to heat wow so that be, will be coming to the united states of america very very soon and uh, so will, not only will you have shelves empty and it is amazing i see uh we're just we're just used to it now it's just yeah we don't expect the shelves to be full i mean it's amazing to me that some of the stores have actually started to spread out on items so that when you you know it's fronting the items so when you look down the aisle it looks like there's no big holes but it's you know eight feet of uh you know spaghetti <laughs> store brand spaghetti or store brand shells or eight feet of store brand tomato soup but there's would be holes for product because the product is not there but we're just used to it now so they are just telling people in the united kingdom now those purchase limits that's too many you've put too many peppers cucumbers and tomatoes uh in your cart sorry uh you're gonna have to put some of those back because we don't have enough for the rest of the people so that is coming to a country near you soon all right let's go to the break room i need something cold to drink desperately So let me tell you about youth switch. Is it possible to extend lifespan and feel younger at the same time? 
Well, according to a Harvard scientist and Nobel Prize winning breakthrough, absolutely. How? By lengthening your telomeres. Now, your telomeres protect your DNA and play a critical role in the aging process. But many of us struggle with shortening telomeres thanks to stress, unhealthy food, obesity, and so many more things that shorten your telomeres you don't want to know. But I recommend Youth Switch. Youth Switch is all natural, doctor approved, and manufactured right here in America. Youth Switch contains a potent blend of adaptogens that promote healthier telomeres and longer lifespans. It boosts energy and can support regeneration of healthy organ systems. I've been taking this for about a month now, and I, I'm telling you, I, I feel that, uh, that, that my telomeres are getting longer. I have no way of knowing whether my telomeres are getting longer, but I do know that I'm starting to have a little bit more energy and maybe that's why you can try youth switch for yourself risk-free today and you'll receive a free bottle of ageless brain as a bonus a great product to help you improve focus memory and mood Uh, i've been taking the ageless brain as well and uh, i do find that it has improved my focus for sure Uh, you'll also receive four bonus ebooks to boost every aspect of your health and longevity go to youthswitchmd.com slash jeffy youthswitchmd.com slash jeffy claim your supply of youth switch and all five bonus gifts youthswitchmd.com slash jeffy Order your youth switch today. So the Rolling Stones are recording with the Beatles, or with what's left of the Beatles, Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr. Incredible. Almost 60 years since their first meeting. Looks like the Stones and the two surviving Beatles may come together on the new Stones album. Uh, They claim that uh, the project is being helmed by the uh, Grammy producer of the year, Andrew Watt. Well, he was Grammy producer of the year in 2021. Uh, Ringo Starr is slated to play on the yet-to-be-announced album as well. Recording sessions took place in L.A. in recent weeks. It's unclear what's going to, you know, what's going to make it to the final cuts. Who knows? But uh, and whether McCartney and and Starr would end up on the same song. You think? Yeah, I wonder what would happen. You think maybe the Stones would actually do something live and have video of the Stones and Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr playing on the same stage? I wonder if that could happen. Duh. (laughs) Uh, So, I mean, I know Keith Richards, that is, uh, said in a New Year's Instagram post that uh, there's some new music on the way. So we've got that to look forward to. Uh, The Rolling Stones and the What's Left of the Beatles uh, doing some music together and we found out yesterday that guns and roses announced a brand new world tour guns and roses i mean they've been around for a long time as well so following their dates in uh their world tour will bring them around the globe from june through october and then following their dates in israel and europe the second leg of the tour takes axel and slash and dove uh, to North America, where they play arenas and stadiums around uh, and here in the U.S. and Canada. Wow! So uh, Guns N' Roses are back. What's their schedule here in the in the United States? 
Uh, so they're playing uh, New Brunswick. Oh, that's Canada, Quebec. Nobody cares. Hershey, Pennsylvania. Really? East Rutherford. Or they're playing at MetLife Stadium. Fenway Park. Wrigley Field. Uh, playing in Nashville. Charlotte, North Carolina. Saratoga Springs. Toronto. Lexington, Kentucky. St. Louis. Knoxville. Hollywood, Florida. That's in Hard Rock uh, Live in Hollywood. Uh, Biloxi, Mississippi. Kansas City, San Antonio, Houston, no Dallas, Fort Worth, San Diego, Sacramento, Phoenix, back up to British Columbia. So if you wanna want a chance to see Guns N' Roses on tour again, that's coming up really, really soon. And good news for you, the weekend and Ariana Grande lovers. They aren't done working together. <laughs> Uh, the duo teased fans on social media this week with what seems to be a remix of the 2016 Starboy hit Die For You. And uh, so I didn't realize this, that uh, they posted an Instagram post of Ariana working on uh, working on the song. But uh, she is in the middle of filming the movie adaptation to the musical Wicked. Uh, so she plays Glinda the Good Witch, but what a great show Wicked was. I mean, it ran forever and it was, you know, it was really, really good. So, uh, you know, amazing that she's doing that and she's, you know, busy cutting some tracks to go with, uh, the weekend. And I know weekend reposted the video simply saying with a teary eyed emoji emoji. So it's coming. They're going to work back together again. <laughs> They've been together for, I don't know, two or three other huge hits. So it'll be another huge hit for them. Uh, congratulations to them. I'm surprised. You know, we haven't had a uh, – Wicked was really good. You know what other play just uh, was really good was Six. Uh, if you haven't had an opportunity to see Six or especially listen to the music, I listen to the soundtrack so much with my daughter uh, from the play Six. Uh, just, just go out and enjoy it. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Just go out and enjoy it. You can go enjoy Wicked too. I was forced to listen to a bunch of that as well, but uh, and I, my wife and I didn't go with my wife and my daughter to go see the play uh, when it was here in Dallas, but I should have. I would have liked to have gone, but uh, and I never saw six live in person. But I watched. Uh, I watched it on the internet, so it was almost like I was there, and I've listened to the soundtrack, uh, you know, a thousand times. So just saying, I didn't realize Ariana was making the film adaptation of Wicked. That's all I was saying, okay? Leave me alone. So Starbucks has launched a new line of olive oil-infused coffee. Yum, yum. So a cafe latte, an ice shaken espresso, and a cold brew will be available at stores in Italy. Uh, they keep saying interim CEO Schultz. I mean, he's uh, okay. So he came back and he's getting them back on their feet again. He, I guess he it makes him feel better to be called interim CEO. He's, it's his company. Uh, I know he wants to retire and leave, but that's not going to happen, Howard. Okay. So just take the interim off. You're the CEO. Move on with your life. Okay. This is your life. This is your life. Howard Schultz, come on down. This is your life. That's the way it goes, Howard. Sorry. <laughs> now, Starbucks has convinced people the world over 
obviously i mean do we have to buy there's no such thing as just a black coffee sorry about it it just isn't you gotta have a frappuccino you gotta have a you know a carmi caramel mihato macchiato uh <laughs> whatever you want you, you can't just have a black coffee okay so the new drinks roll out uh today in italy and the coffee chain said that the uh, cafe latte and ice shake and espresso and a cold brew will be available at regular starbucks in italy today uh they're expected to be available in the u.s this spring starting in southern california the japanese middle eastern and uk markets will get them later this year customers in certain markets then we might be fortunate enough to be in one of those certain markets where you can ask to have a spoonful of olive oil added to your beverage such as espressos and tea lattes I yum yum i say again schultz has called the new line transformative and likened it to alchemy yeah oil olive oil infused coffee man uh, i mean it might be good who knows i don't know i haven't tried it yet but uh, we'll see if the new olive oil infused beverage line at starbucks uh helps with the bottom line i mean it may and uh, howard can sit back and say that's why i'm the ceo because i come up with stuff like this okay and so we might as well just take that interim off my title because i'm sticking around plus i know starbucks has said that they were going to uh put a uh ev charging stations in at their stores for a deal with volvo for volvo's you know electric vehicles and i believe also they announced uh i thought they were supposed to already have it in uh between denver and seattle um and they were supposed to look at uh you know the potential scalability of ev charging stations at the coffee chain stores makes a lot of sense uh, to do it at these places where people go and would stay for a while right well we know now as well that subway just announced that they are going to be like your ev charging station world um they said hey we got to reinvent uh subway as a roadside oasis complain i mean nothing says roadside oasis like a subway uh complete with uh picnic tables playgrounds and charging stations so yay uh they want to they have drawings of how they want to look at it they're the giant uh, the, the sandwich giant subway is reinventing the gas station for electric cars with roadside oasis providing charging ports wi-fi picnic tables and playgrounds the company shared an image on uh, about the concept electric cars can plug into power drivers can enjoy their footlong sandwiches and they're still looking for a new buyer because <laughs> they are going broke uh they want someone to invest i don't know 10 million 10 billion dollars <laughs> okay uh sure no problem so uh i know the popularity has been dipping and they've had some other scandals with marketing mistakes so more than a thousand locations have shuttered in the past two years well COVID had a lot to do with that but i mean that's still a lot of stores now they have more than 37 i were to ask you how many stores do you think a subway has how many stores go ahead answer me no you'd be wrong subway has more than thirty-seven thousand restaurants in 100 countries 
and Restaurant Brands International, the Toronto-based parent company of Burger King, Tim Hortons, and Popeyes, are looking to buy the joint. I mean, 37,000 restaurants in over 100 countries? That seems pretty good. (laughs) Maybe it's just me. That seems pretty good. I know it's Subway. I got it. I got it. We're supposed to not like him anymore because of Jared Fogle. Uh, you know, Mr. Longtime Spokesman who liked little boys. I got it. But or like, even just like little kids, I guess. Wasn't just little boys. And I like Jared. We've been down that road. I mean, I've met Jared multiple times, and I didn't realize that he was the kind of douchebag that he ended up being. And I've talked to you about how he used my computer uh, while he was on the road, too. Huh. Wonder what he was using my computer for. Because I know he didn't. he just didn't happen to have his. <laughs> looking back on it now maybe i should have questioned it but i didn't so anyway they want to roll out their subway oasis uh so they want the fast charging ev stations and at their newly remodeled restaurants starting this year Uh, the number of stations has not been revealed yet but why not why not give it a shot right i mean the plan is to install the chargers roughly every 100 miles along the route stretching 1,350 miles. So the locations include Seattle. Uh, then they go up into Washington, up farther into Washington, and then into Oregon. So they want the, I guess we're doing the Oregon Trail. No, that's another direction, I know. <laughs> but they can call it the Subway Oregon Trail and rebrand themselves for EV oasises with our version of the Oregon Trail. So, all right. Let's make it happen, Subway. Let's make it happen. I'm not a big fan of Subway. Never really have been. But uh, there are members uh, that have been in my life, uh, family members and friends that have been in my life over the years that are huge Subway fans. And I never could. I never could. I just never could. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So who died today? Who died today? Barbara Bossom died at the age of 83. Now, Barbara Bossom is one of those actresses that you, when you see her, you go, oh, yeah, her. And she died at 83. This was announced by her son. Emmy, Emmy-nominated actor known for her role as a Faye Ferrillo in Hill Street Blues. Boy, another Hill Street Blues person goes down. Uh, died this weekend in Los Angeles. Uh, from 81 to 86, she was uh, one of the main cast members on Hill Street Blues. I forgot that she uh, she was also nominated in the same category for uh, Best Supporting Actress for Murder One in 1995 and she played in a bunch of these different shows well come to find out i know they got divorced in 97 but she was married to Stephen bacho 
uh, who wrote Hill Street Blues, L.A. Law, Murder One. <laughs> Hello, you're getting the gig. Hubby is writing it. Uh, you're getting the gig. So, I mean, it was a good place for her to be on. But she also was in uh, Mannix. Love that. L.A. Law. <laughs> uh, uh, she Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Uh, she wrote for Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour. Uh, so she did a lot of stuff. And uh, she, her first credit role came with Steve McQueen in Bullet in 1968. Pretty amazing. Um, anyway, and she, you know, obviously in 1970, she married uh, Stephen Bajo, the writer, producer. And, I mean, he, he did okay for himself. So, I mean, I'm not saying that she wasn't a good actress or actor, whatever you want to say. You know, she did a great job, and I, you know, I loved a lot of her work, but she got the door open because of hubby for many years. So, good for her. Good for her. Barbara Bossom, dead at the age of 83. Also, who died today? Zach Milligan. Zach Milligan. You say to yourself, who? Zach Milligan. The famed Yosemite climber. He was 42 years of age. Uh, lived in a cave in the mountains for 13 years. Skied down the notorious Half Dome. Uh, he was climbing in the Canadian Rockies and fell to his death. I know. Very sad. So, you know. Zach Milligan. 42. Dead. From a fall. After trying to climb the Canadian Rockies. But he was a climber. That's what he was doing. He's lived out of a cave in his van. That's what he did forever. So I'm sure something just, you know, broke loose that he wasn't expecting. And then he fell. Okay. He was discovered on February 11th uh, at the ice climb, the 2,300 feet polar circus. Uh, so probably not living through that, even if he was able to just say it so rest in peace zach milligan dead at the age of 42 then we have uh somebody sent me a story and talking about uh uh there's there's got to be an issue with the disney theme parks because they have a, a a lady who just jumped to her death from the seventh story of mickey and friends parking lot at disneyland and i thought okay well so what well uh, this is the fifth person in 13 years to commit suicide from the same garage. So what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> what does it mean other than, you know, five people have used the same place to commit suicide. Uh, and it happens to be the parking garage at the, at the Disneyland, uh, mickey and friends parking lot i mean it's just probably a good place to do it right i mean how many people over the years have used niagara falls for example for a suicide i just read a story i don't have a name and i don't know the age so this person is dead and in who died today of unknown name and unknown uh age but she had a five-year-old son i believe that's what the story said yeah and she climbed over the railing and jumped into the Niagara Falls. Oh, okay. Now, apparently she was seen climbing over the railing. She's there with her husband. She's there with her husband. 
They're having lunch, and then she walks over to the rails with the little kid and says, all right, we're going to climb over the rails and jump in and kill ourselves. What? So she died, and the little kid is alive and in critical condition, and, you know, everyone is, you know, praying for his recovery. But as the dad, that's a tough day. You might think to yourself, uh, she died. That's a tough day for her. But as the dad, that's a tough day. And as always, when I do stories about suicides, remember that uh, that feeling that you may have that the world would be a better place without you. Not true. Call the 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline and get the help that you so desperately need. Okay. Um, the planet is not better without you on it. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So have we convicted Alex Murdaugh yet? I mean, is that trial still going on? I thought we, I, we, I thought we fried him already. What is happening? So I know that uh, his girlfriend is testifying. Uh, his son is testified. Uh, they weren't able to hear evidence about the botched hitman suicide plot, which is an amazing story inside the story of the Murdaugh murders. Um, they, in the beginning, they had to evacuate the courthouse because i don't know some kind of bomb threat or whatever so it's been an incredible ride so far and that trial is still ongoing it's never ending and we all know uh, he's probably guilty right i know innocent until proven guilty and uh but uh don't we know that he's already guilty so what are we going what are we doing this for <laughs> i know stop it so I see where uh, Air India and Boeing and Airbus have linked up for the largest commercial aircraft deal in history. The airline placed an order for 250 Airbus planes and 220 Boeing jets in a win in a bid to win back Indian passengers who have chosen Gulf carriers like uh, uh, Emirates and Qatar Airways to crisscross the globe. So there wasn't any tally on how much the 470 planes will cost. I'm guessing that it's probably a little over a hundred bucks. Uh, probably, probably might even be closer to 150. Yeah, I know it's probably really expensive. I, you know, I'm just this is me taking a guess as uh, how much it's going to cost. But uh, I mean, that's a good deal for Boeing and Airbus, man. Good for them. I see where United Airlines, as long as we're talking about airlines, we might as well stick there for a little bit. I see where United Airlines said it will make it easier for families to sit with children under 12 without having to pay extra after politicians, including President Biden, criticize airline fees. Have, airline fees are not talking about bringing your family. They're taking up a seat. 
I mean, I'm a fan. Uh, you know, my, my kids all are, uh, well, if you ask me uh, as an airline, my kids are all 10. <laughs> they're under 12. They fly for free. If you ask me just as a friend, they're obviously older than older than that. <laughs> but if I'm flying, man, they're under 12 for sure. They need to fly for free. <laughs> they don't have to pay extra. What does that mean? They don't have to pay extra. And I'm beginning to believe that the stories that we hear all the time about uh, every so often the story now makes the rounds where I made a little girl cry because I moved her from the window seat that I had booked for a long haul flight. Right. So we just talked about one not long ago where, you know, there was a big fight because the family bought tickets and uh, they couldn't they didn't get uh, them together. So. Uh, they were they were just sitting down together in a row, and the person who had purchased the seats uh, showed up and said, "No, I'm not going to sit back there. I'm going to sit here. I wanted this this seat. I wanted to sit next to this window." And so, you know, that's the way it goes. Well, we have another story where you know this this story is about how. Uh, uh, they, the father had his daughter sitting next to the window. She shows up and, you know, she's like, uh, uh, you know, that's my seat. So you're going to have to move. And the kid cried and, you know, the father was saying, it's, you know, Hey, I, I know, I know she just wanted to sit there. I'm sorry, but you made the person feel bad. Right. Well, um, tough. If you're a parent of a child and you're flying with them and they don't have the window seat you can tell them hey you can sit at the window until the person shows up when the person shows up you've got to move because we are all uh, have special seats here on the plane and yours is this one right here i'm not sure why that's such a big deal uh parents not parenting their children that way uh and if the little girl you know is wound up i'm not going to feel bad about that sorry about it I wanted the seat. If you wanted your kids to sit next to a window, reserve that seat. It's not a difficult choice. Well, we didn't book in time. And by the time we booked, the seat wasn't available. That's not my problem. Okay? That is not my problem. And if the airline start moving people like that, after I've reserved the seat and they say, oh, family wanted to be together, so we're moving you to this, I say no to that. No, I do not want that to happen. All right. I realize we're trying to do better for families because the government is getting all wound up and trying to look into your business. I got it. But no, don't start moving people around. It's not my fault that you weren't able to get your tickets before I got mine. I reserved mine before you and you can sit there as long as I'm not there. Tell you what, I got to get up and go to the bathroom. You can have a little Millie sit in my seat till I get back from the bathroom, okay? I'll walk slow. I know we have the end of Mardi Gras happening uh, today. Well, it ended up, you know, with Fat Tuesday yesterday at Mardi Gras, but we have Carnival. Those events are uh, slated to go through today, but it's been storming uh, in Brazil. I mean, uh, 40 people have lost their lives <laughs> in Sao Paulo. Uh, after heavy rains and flooding and landslides, several cities have canceled carnival celebrations. More heavy rain expected today. So, I mean, it's pretty amazing, pretty pretty amazing that uh, they're still partying in Brazil. Why not, though? Why not? The party continues, right? And uh, today is Ash Wednesday. 
Uh, so it's the beginning of Lent, for those of you that uh, aren't aware of what Ash Wednesday is. When you see someone walking around today with uh, you know ash marks on their forehead, yep, they've gone to church. And they've gotten the ash on their forehead, right? So they're getting ready. Uh, that's their mark to talk about what they're going to give up for the next 46 days as it is the beginning of Lent. And it's a day of repentance when Catholics and Christians confess their sins and profess their devotion to God leading up to Easter. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> so when you see that today that's why you're seeing it it is uh, it is ash wednesday and uh remember that you are dust and to dust you shall return or repent and believe in the gospel amen so we still have the ongoing battle of uh east palestine ohio and whether i mean biden is off on in europe uh celebrating the one-year anniversary of the ukrainian war which is just wonderful and i'm so happy that he's doing it i know he slipped and i don't know that he fell he did slip again walking up the steps of air force one today so be ready to see those videos everywhere i'll be playing them tomorrow morning on pat unleashed but i did see a great cartoon from gary uh gary varvel is his name gary varvel you can see his work at GaryVarvel.com. He's a cartoonist. And uh, he's got a cartoon here. It's called, the cartoon is titled Trainwreck, A Trainwreck. And it has train cars uh, turned sideways. And the uh, engine is titled Biden. And then there's a woke car, a taxes car, gas prices car, uh, crime car, open border car, fentanyl deaths car, abortion car, student loan forgiveness car, spending car, inflation car. The inflation car is actually the one that's on fire. And the caption of the, uh, of the cartoon is, we're on the right track, not a joke. <laughs> that sounds about right. That sounds about right of uh, how things are going. We are on the right track. Not a joke. All right, I'm going to leave you with the joke of the day today. All right, this is just a joke of the day just for you, you and the family. Okay, the whole family could enjoy this one. So the other day at a thrift store, I bought an old record album called Sounds Wasps Make. When I got it home and played it, I said, this doesn't sound anything like wasp sounds. Then I realized I was playing the B side. <laughs> get it? The B side. Ah, yeah, you get it. Stop it. and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.